Welcome to the Higher Podcast with Austin Gravit. Exclusive interviews with CEOs, celebrities, and top-tier guests in the entertainment industry that are making an impact in the world while making themselves a priority to stay in top shape. This is the Higher Podcast. Gravitating toward your higher self. Welcome to episode three of the Higher Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gravit, and today we have a very special guest, Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey is a renowned author, speaker, and success addictions coach who specializes in letting go. Jeffrey started his coaching corporation, Golden Mastermind Seminars, in 1998. Since then, he's coached over 17,000 clients one-on-one which adds up to over 70,000 hours of one-on-one coaching. Jeff's areas of expertise include marketing, sales, free enterprise, substance abuse, codependence, dysfunctional families, low self-esteem, anxiety, anger, debt. Jeff has published five books, including two bestsellers. He has also delivered over a thousand keynote speeches and has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, Lifetime, all as well as other media publications, magazines, and radio stations. Jeffrey, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Austin. Great, great to be here with you. It's it's phenomenal, man, because this is like it's it's so crazy. I feel like I'm looking back into a rearview mirror. And when I first uh I first encountered you at one of your seminars, and it's it's you know, just going back to to what I had shared with you previously is like it's very exciting to get the opportunity to talk to you one-on-one just from me finding you mutually through a, a friend. And I've always engaged and looked at your content over the years. And what I've found is that you have this uniqueness to, to what you deliver, what you deliver. And I want to talk about that today. Um, shortly after I attended one of your seminars, you know, you really stood out because what I found that your content and on your Facebook lives that you do every so every so often, it's like every evening you do like a Facebook live or or like I you do. do like, yeah. So what I found is like you share these unique strategies, but these these strategies that are unique to breaking free of anxiety, fear, doubt, and just moving into a relaxed body that's living in abundance. So if you can like touch on really for those that are unfamiliar, what led you to pursuing this and being to where you are today? That's a that's a big question and a long story, but I'll give you a real short version of it. Is when I was a young man, I determined that I wanted to be a millionaire, and I'm when I was a teenager that I wanted to be an actor, an entertainer, an athlete, and a, or and a business owner. It didn't matter which order it came, but I wanted to live a good life. And I I was a very good high school athlete, and would but it was good but not great, and I never got to specialize in one sport. And by the time I graduated from high school, I was well on my way to being a full-blown addict alcoholic. I had a lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of anger issues, and drugs and alcohol became an outlet for me, and it sabotaged my college basketball career. I did graduate from college. In my 20s, I spent all my 20s being a drug addict, alcoholic, drug dealer, and hitting rock bottom multiple times. I got, fortunately, I had, became clean and sober right before I turned 30, 32 years old. 
that was the the that was the wake up call in life for me to get my life back on track. So for the next eight years, I worked out seven days a week. I was clean and sober. I didn't date. I focused solely on my health, my spirituality, and then being an entrepreneur. And I was definitely not an overnight success. Herbalife was the first network marketing company that I started. I actually had a little bit of success in it, got up to almost 10000 a month, and that fell apart. And I spent my 30s just learning personal development, self-improvement, mind-body connections, healing my neck-back pain, and all the residual leftover anger from that I'd held on to as an addict. And while building businesses at the same time. So I lived in 400 square foot apartments, 600 square foot apartments, uh, rented rooms, drove beat up cars. And while practicing the discipline of being a business owner in 1996, I ended up $100,000 in credit card debt from all these ventures that I couldn't I'd get to a certain place, but I couldn't just seem to get to that next level of it. And I kept investing in my credit card, investing in my credit cards until there was no more, there was more, there was, there was more credit card than there was credit. So I had these 15 cards with no credit. So I'd lay them out and I'd go, okay, can I get a hundred off this one? Can I get 50 on this one? How can I buy leads on this one until we equal this? We got down to, to zero and I had, I had to take six months off. I took six months off and just like was trying to figure out what to do. And I had this opportunity to take a job or I answered an ad in USA Today. And it's that last ad that I answered that turned out to be a seven figure income opportunity. That was in 1996, seven and eight. There was a little ad that said, I it says attitude, I refuse to let you fail. It was on a Friday, December 26. I answered that ad. And then I was like lightning in the bottle after that. It was, a, it was a, a patriot group of entrepreneurs. I'm like, whoa, dude, I can do this one. This is me. I'm ready. And I went from zero, 100,000 in credit card debt to 1.8 million in 28 months. And it was, it was just like this. But it, it was everything I did before that. It was the 10 years of sobriety. It was the five businesses that failed. It was $100,000 in credit card debt that I paid off in 11 months and 17 days without missing a payment. And th those were character building moments for me. The, mm. the little apartments, the yeah. beat up cars, didn't want people to see what I was driving. Cause while my mouth was saying, I'm going to be a millionaire, my car was a $3,000, $4,000 car. I mean, faded paint, you know, the, you know, the deal, right, dude. I mean, no leather seats. It's just like, fuck, what am I, what, what, what's, what it is. So then, the, then I had another wake up call after I had that success that I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a full-time network marketer. I wanted to own a company and I started my seminar company on September, September, 1998 golden mastermind seminars. And I built this following in network marketing. I was a, I was a very well-known network marketer in that era. And a large percent of the people that had followed me in that industry hired me to be their coach that first year. It was a very smooth transition for me. And I've since coached 17,000 clients from multiple walks of life. Matter of fact, I coach a man today worth $55 million who wow. is in the middle of a major lawsuit. And I'm assisting him to just navigate all that. So I've coached 17,000 clients, 70,000 hours one-on-one, -on -one, spoken over a thousand times. I mean, this it, I didn't have the vision for that at the beginning, but it 
just started to grow and I started to really grasp how to how to build a business, scale a business. I and mean, it, it was a lot of details and it was it was it was been the ride of my life. It was spoken in four continents, 47 states, flown two million miles on United, had dinner with my clients in every practically every major metropolitan city in America and across the world. It's been an amazing ride. What what I find is remarkable about all that is is you know we we rewind back to like what 1998 when you first started, but I guess with the when you racked the debt that was 96 or 97 you had said 95 95 and 96 I was debt free in 95 by the end of 96 I was hundred thousand in credit card debt I invested fifty thousand dollars in a business that their e commerce account got shut down and my my whole account went with it. That was 50 grand of it. Uh, just a series of, of bad mistakes on my part, reckless spending in, in business. It wasn't compulsive debting for my own personal, but it was compulsive debting to succeed. What, what's remarkable, though, is, is that was, it was 99, 1998. The internet was just starting to come to fruition or starting. My first that. website was 1998. Like you were, yeah, you were at the, the very beginning of it. And so not only do we have all these resources today, like, and back then $100,000 is probably equivalent to who knows what today, like 150, I don't even know. Either way, you had every reason where it was, we could argue is difficult to be where you are today. But what I love is that you saw the struggle. We could say, well, I wouldn't necessarily say struggle because that's a choice, but you use that that those those really character building moments to grow are those 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 challenges to grow to be where you are today and to and to build off that and they're character building moments which is which is a great way you've labeled them i, I 100% agree i mean that's but that's if if you had not experienced those my my question to to really follow up with that is if you had not experienced those moments would you do you believe you would still be at this level of where you are today? And having- Absolutely. It, did, I was, it, it didn't matter what. I was new that I was going to be successful. Whether it was yeah. 100000 in debt or a million dollars in debt, I had the edge. And there was I was not going to be denied. Through my addictions, I went through homelessness, prison, rock bottom, living with my parents, to sobriety. And once I had sobriety, I knew... But I could I, I had the juice as a teenager to play division division one sports in three sports. But I never I never had the I didn't have the discipline and I didn't have the ability to play one sport. But in business, I could be single minded focused. And in business, I was willing to put in the 14 hour days, seven days a week, if that's what it took. So when people say I'm doing whatever it takes, W-A-T, well, that's that's just an acronym that has no meaning until you're feeling it. So I was willing to put in the time. I am, I am, I know how to focus. So I can sit in a desk in an apartment. I can sit in a desk in, in a hotel room because me and a chair and a desk are skilled at creating results. Hmm. I, I, I learned I'm a sales professional. I teach sales skills. Sales is the highest paid profession in the world. Very few people ever master the inner game of selling because they don't understand how to ask. They don't understand how to set the sale. They don't understand how to close the sale. They don't understand persuasion. 
They don't understand communication, connection. What they want is instant gratification in a body that's anxiety, it's anxious about being rejected. They want the result with the, in, but on the foundation of it, they have rejection, anxiety issues, and then they don't really understand the inner game of selling. Now, by the time I was $100,000 in credit card debt, I was a skilled sales professional. When I became clean and sober, I was also selling yellow page advertising, which was like getting a PhD in sales. I had to close 15 sales a day. I was a territory sales rep. I went out in communities all over California and I had to, I had to knock on doors. I mean, I actually walked into businesses. Mm. My name is Jeffrey Combs. I'm here with Southwestern Bell Yellow Pages. I'm canvassing the territory. Can I speak with the business owner or the head of marketing? And I'd get, get so I would get told, you know, we're not interested all the time. And that, that's just how it goes. That's called letting go. No one's mm. gaffing me, ghosting me, rejecting me, kicking me out. They're not interested. And so in, in, in success, it's important that you become non-attached. Now, you become attached to your success in a non-attached body. It means you know you're going to be success, but you're not attached to it right now. Because if you have that attachment, that's your ego. And that ego wants instant gratification. And this, my friend, is why people quit, because they don't get the instant gratification. Just like in exercise. Their mouth moves and they tell you they want to lose 90 pounds, but their body doesn't show up. And they don't release the feelings that holds the weight in place. They might diet for a they might diet for instant gratification, but they don't typically learn the emotional discipline or the physical discipline required seven days a week. So people that want to be in shape, the real to get they want to get in shape, but they don't stay in shape because their ego their ego won't let them master that emotional discipline. They, they focus more on the, if you watch my Instagram post today, it's going viral. It's a video on, it's called two words. Yeah. The payoff. I was just going to ask you about that literally right now. We'll cover that. So, but the, the payoff is people don't understand this. It's so it's like these people that go, I Austin, I'm coming here and nothing's happening. And you're going, well, that's because you're in the payoff chief. It's like, you're, you're more, you're more focused on being disappointed than you are letting go. So I was coaching this woman today on, I was teaching her on, on what surrendering means. And she kept going, well, how do I surrender? I go, you surrender by surrendering. And you're not willing to surrender knowing how. You have to know how, how, how. See, that, that's her payoff. Because she's as long as she's in this, how do I, she can never let go and be in the I am. I am surrendering. She's in the how do I surrender rather than I am surrendering. It's as simple as that, but she can't let go of that technical know-how because that's where she stays stuck. And, and to, to to riff on that, when it, a lot of that is yeah, ego control and like the when you said those emotions, a lot of that's I want to talk a little bit about emotional frequency. You know, this anxiety, this fear, this doubt this is low. I know you've talked about this before. You know, it's at the bottom of the the chain and like to Conscious, get in that, right, the consciousness. Yes, yes. To to reach that level of consciousness where you let go of those emotions that let, allow you to stay stuck in that place. You have uh, to access courage. So you, you cannot, courage is not an emotion. Courage is a quality. And we all have it within us. We have the courage to walk in front of the car and put our hand up and go stop. <laughs> so but we don't think about things like that. We'll, we'll walk in front of a car to help an animal, but typically we won't do that for ourselves. 
because we don't have that courage. Most of the society doesn't have that courage. They don't access the courage to climb that ladder of consciousness because that would contradict everything that they've been doing for so many years. That would contradict mm. the payoff. So the payoff is recreating. The payoff is actually a neurochemical response called fight or flight. So when you've lived in fight or flight, if you grow up as an adult child of an alcoholic, you're an adult child of narcissistic parents, you've been traumatized, sexually abused. Many of my clients that I coach in year two or year three, they'll convey to me and let me know that when they were 13, 14, the stepfather came in and sexually violated them. But they won't, they haven't told anyone that their whole life. That's the shame they hold on to. And then that shame creates a payoff. And then that payoff keeps them not being good enough, holding on to that shame. But they can have a job working for someone, but outside of that job where they have the opportunity to be free, they don't they don't have the the technical emotional know-how to let go unless they would let me teach them the facilitation of that or you to teach them that in the gym they will this is why they keep coming back because they can't let go of the they can't let go of the feelings they hold on to that keeps the weight in place because that's the payoff how does payoff, one how does one let payoff go? is i never get to lose this weight this weight never gets off me that's their payoff yes how, how does one let go like what's the what's the action that's needed to let go two words so to let letting go is two words just like the payoff is two words so that's four words you have to let go of the payoff so you can let go of the feelings that you hold on to now the mm. feelings aren't physical they're or the, the feelings aren't tangible you can't really see anger like this you you can't see shame it doesn't it doesn't it's it's you can see it on a whiteboard but you can't see it out here like this. So you virtually are required. You have to let go of the tangibility that you seek. You have to let go of the, the emotions that you hold on to based on events that are unresolved. Now it's most people can't grasp the, the technical know-how of letting go technical know-how of letting go. It's a longer breath cycle over and over throughout a day, because if you don't change your breathing cycle, you're going to hold on. You're going to be in fight or flight all day. When you grow up in violence, when you grow up in alcoholic homes, when you grow up in broken homes, when you grow up being traumatized, not good enough, singled out, targeted, any of these situations, and you live in shame and guilt, and your body it goes into fight or flight autonomically, automatically, you're living like from here to here. You're not even accessing your diaphragm. You're not accessing your vagus nerve. You're not using your right brain, your limbic brain. You're living over here in the neocortex of your brain. And right back here, your hippocampus is shut down. That's your memory. That's why I don't remember my childhood. Then the amygdala, which is our feelings. The only feel the feel those are enlarged. So you're feeling anger, hate, resentment. You're feeling anxiety, fear, and doubt. That's what creates brain fog. And in that brain fog, then you're in the I don't know, I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. That's the loop that most of the world is in. So the how do you let go of that? One day at a time. It's mm. a discipline. And letting go is two words. And the two most important words that you will ever master are those words. Because what you're virtually letting go of is you are letting go of the events that shape those feelings. But right back here in your hippocampus when you're going, I don't know. I don't remember. My childhood was a blur. Well, if that's the case then the body is going to run the brain. You're going to keep recreating the same series of events, going to the same gym, holding on to the same weight. 
holding on to the same debt, never paying it off, keeping the same job or getting another job just like that one, or attracting the same woman, man, over and over to fulfill the payoff until you actually this place called the pain is great enough. I can't do this anymore. Okay, so that's great. So let's say you do reach that that pinnacle, that that breakdown, that breakdown breakthrough, then it's going to be your responsibility to teach yourself how to let go. Letting go is a number, it's a longer breath cycle, number one. It's acceptance. You accept that you're angry. How can you let go of your anger if you don't accept it? You can't just let go by getting angrier. Prayer is one form. Meditation's another, but you still have to be able to teach the brain. You have to treat teach the body in the middle of an emotion how to breathe, release, and let go. You you let go by a breath, a release, the acceptance of that you're holding on to this. And then you begin improving daily on not being angry. It, but if you're not aware of it, you can't change it. That's mm-hmm. so. Would you say the first step is is to all of that is then being aware. Number one, awareness. And then that's, acceptance. That's right. Except then, if you don't accept that you're an addict, you're going to stay an addict. It's mm. not possible to change in denial. It's not that bad. Well, it's I'm only 50,000 in debt. Well, I'm only 50 pounds overweight. Well, I'm only drinking one bottle of wine. Well, I'm only on two Xanax. Well, uh, my relationships aren't that bad. I'm just going to stay in this relationship until my kids graduate. That's what I'll do. Hmm. I'll take the bullet for the family. Let me just throw myself on the sword. That's what I'll do. And people hold on to that identity because it's safe. Noble struggling. That's what I said to this woman today. I said, at what point are you going to let go of being a noble struggler? I I just went, she's one of the, she, she went to one of these spiritual places in the world and meditated walks on the beach, reads the books, uh, has a shaman. I mean, does all the, you understand, right? She does. And she, she done a lot of really good things for herself, but her dialogue with, with success is not conducive to being successful. Yep. And so she, you, you can do all these things. And I said, that doesn't, everything you've done still counts. That's, that's, that's record of the book in the books. You've done that. You can record that. But if you still, don't feel good enough. How are you ever going to be good enough? Yeah, it's 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 just like with fitness. You know what you said right there. Like I've had, you know, I've I've encountered guys where they don't decide to work with me because they need to do a little bit more inner work. Yet they're not ready to make that step. And they've had the they could have the best workout plan, the best schedule set, the best resources and scenario, but yet they inherently self-sabotage their success because payoff the pay payoff that's a that's a great way you've orchestrated that today to to put it from a different perspective um but i know we're we're kind of tight here on time so i want to make sure that we we get everything the last few things i i wanted to go ahead and ask one what's that go ahead and ask the last question so basically to keep this simple one last question I want you to first imagine that it's your last breath and that you've created everything you've wanted in your life. You've done it all. You, but you could take, or you could have, or you could take everything with you. Everything you've created, your books, your keynote speeches, your coaching sessions, your posts, 
You have to take everything with you so that no one has access to any of the information anymore. But you get to write down one thing that you know will be true about your life and you'll be able to leave it behind. What would you say is that one truth? Died sober. Died sober. Do you elaborate? That, that's how I died. I died sober. I devoted my life to sobriety and I lived it. I have no love regrets. That. I, would I have, love that. I will have this many regrets. If I pass this earth plane this afternoon, these are the regrets I will have. None. It, it, we got a little bit I've of I've laid it on the line in my life. Little shaky. It was, it, it I've laid it on. I put my... I put mine, since I've been sober, I put it all in the line. I have no regrets. I've been divorced twice. I've created over $50 million. I've mentored thousands of people. I've suited up and showed up. I've never sick. I'm a producer. I put it all in the line. I have no regrets. I love that, man. I didn't say I haven't made mistakes, but I have no regrets. Wow. Beautifully said. I love that. Seriously, that that to, to not see any of that as a regret and you know for for you to make the time today to share all this and and really demonstrate in such a i could say to make such a complex concept put in layman's terms of these you know these things that we unconsciously don't realize day to day that are holding us back i really do appreciate you making the time to share this today and all everything you've done over the last gosh 1998 beyond that everything you've done i really do appreciate the time you made for today thank you very much austin honored to be here with you i highly endorse you as a top tier professional and recommend your coaching and your fitness programs to any of my clients or anyone that sees me on social media you're a, you're an exceptional human being thank you for having me here thank you and i will do the same to you is there anything anywhere i should have people uh find you Yes. If, if anyone wants a free 20 minute coaching session, I offer those. They can find me on Instagram, Jeffrey Combs, my website, goldenmastermind.com. There's a 20 minute survey they can fill out and they can friend request me on Facebook or LinkedIn and request a 20 minute coaching call with me. Excellent. There you have it. This is the higher podcast gravitating toward your higher self. 